Hello. Are we on? Oh. I can't hear me. There we go. Oh, the, yes. We're on air. Amazing. I'm so excited so for today. So excited. Ooh, just let me put my phone on disturb. Um, do not disturb. Disturb. Oh, smart, smart. I put my phone on disturb. Um. <laughs> anyways, how is your day, oh. Piper? It's going all right. I really liked the beginning half of my day. <laughs> Everything that's happened so far, I've loved it, especially prepping for this pod. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. But we've got a lot going on tonight, so we'll see how the day goes. Yeah. yeah. We have a intramural volleyball game with some of our friends. Oh, yeah. We have... Me and Piper are doing... We're just started rowing. Yes, exactly. We're not actually rowing. We're rowing in Skog, the gym. Right. <laughs> um, but we're trying it out. Joining the club, maybe. Yeah, we're in the, like joining period right right we haven't committed to anything yeah um didn't you go to choir yesterday no I you didn't, didn't? It oh was yeah canceled. oh i forgot about yeah. that um but anyways yeah. how was your day um it was really good i talked to my mom and my sisters so that's good. always good i did my psych homework this morning and nice. that's really nice because i wouldn't have time today right right like i don't know when i would have done it the rest of my True. night is filled um, Same. just so you know, I go to bed early, so that's why my night is filled. Early. So, because I refuse to do work at night that's in a good. lot of that's ways. That's good. Boundaries. <laughs> we need boundaries. I mean, unless I, like, really have to, but I'd much rather get up. That's a fun fact about me. i much rather yeah. get up early and do my work than do it late into the night. I'm a much more productive person, even if I, I just woke up. Yeah, I agree. Are you like that, too? Well, I guess... I can get a lot of good stuff done in the morning. Yeah. Because if you start your day right, you got a lot of motivation. But mm-hmm. I'm a night, I'm a night person. Mm-hmm. So I can do both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Well, that was a little get to know us, but yeah. we're gonna do a little bit more. Okay. Um. We have some get to know you questions. This is like something like, just like funny get to know you questions. Like someone you don't know. I look them up on the internet. I just, love them. Uh, <laughs> but we maybe maybe this will be. A tradition for us. Right. We'll see if we keep this. We can keep just doing different get to know us questions. Um, But the first one is what actor would you choose to play in your biopic? And we're going to say what we think the other one should choose or would choose. Yes. Um, First. Okay. So I'll do you first and then you can tell me what you think. Um, Kira Knightley. (gasps) For me? Yeah. Wow. That's a... Okay, why? Why? Um, well, first of all, I know you love her, and yeah. I also think she could... I think she's quirky. <gasps> wow. And also, she gives kind of, like, French vibes, and sometimes I, <laughs> that's what, how I feel your aesthetic is. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't go by looks yeah, for any yeah. of these. Or really personality, just, like, more like, who would we want? Yeah, who would we want? I uh, like that. Okay, who did you okay. put for yourself? For myself? <laughs> this is based on, like... She just seems cool. Her name is Ana de Armas. She's okay. she's the main character in Knives Out. Oh, um, okay, yeah. I don't know why I vibe with her. We both have, like, big eyes. Okay. Um, and I just like... She's, like, shy, but also, like, confident, I think. Okay. Which I kind of relate with. Yeah. But that's why I chose her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay, okay. That's, I feel like that was kind of a niche pick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, do you um, want... So for you, I don't know if you'll know her. 
Her name is Karen Jillian. I don't. I'm going to look her up. She's the girl from Jumanji. She's the redhead. (laughs) I haven't. um, Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me look her up. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. I've no. I don't even know if I've ever seen. Oh, Jumanji. Yeah. So backstory. Today we're gonna do a top five, and mm-hmm. Piper wanted to do movies, and let me tell you, I came up with three movies. <laughs> did it work? It didn't work out. So with the help of your sisters. Yeah, and we we just aren't like a big movie movie fam fam, and so that's okay. Anyways, I have it. Oh, she's in the Avengers. Oh yeah, she's also one of like a robot person. <laughs> Guardians I, in the Galaxy? Yeah. I chose her for you because you guys look alike and also she was just really funny in Jumanji and you're funny, so. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Um for myself, I put okay. I like I just love Blake Lively, so oh, I always answer her just like based not like not based on any of her personality, just I think she's cool. Yeah. And second would be who I vibe with the most if we're going straight mm. strictly off vibes, Emma Chamberlain. Ooh. I love I, Emma Chamberlain. I can see it. I feel like we could be friends. You could be friends. Uh, anyways. Yay. So that's that one. That's um good. my next question is um what is your go to karaoke song for Piper? I'm sure she has better answers than this, but yeah. I put, um, I thought, like, what could she, like, want to scream to? Right. And I feel like Good Kisser. Oh, my gosh. Or Ignition <gasps> by R. Kelly. Those. <laughs> Ignition, the remix. Yes, the remix. I like those answers. Those are good answers. Okay, what'd you put for yourself? I said Killing Me Softly by um, Lauren Hill. It's like... Killing me softly with his song. Do you know that one? I think so. I've definitely heard it. I just, I just like to belt that one. Is it like a ballad soft song? It's like an R and B. Okay, yeah, yeah. And we, that's kind of our family karaoke song too. So it just works. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what'd you put for me? For you? Because I know you love Taylor Swift, and this is a really fun one to just sing. Uh huh. I said love story. No, that's so good. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay, I picked uh, another one from that album. Oh, okay. And I really, it could go, I literally put Taylor Swift discography, but then I was like, oh, we have to be specific, specific. Megan. Yes. So I put, like, that's the way I loved you. You know that song? No. Uh, <laughs> you don't? I don't, what's it called? The Way I Love You. Oh, I don't. I'm so Breaking sorry. Breaking down and coming undone, it's a... Brother Coaster, I don't know. I don't know. The, okay, I'm not singing the actual I'm words. So I'm so sorry. But that song, I love it. Or like All Too Well. Okay, that's coming. Or one of Olivia Rodrigo's songs. That was my I, second choice I for you. I sing them all the goddamn time. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Okay. Nice. <sighs> I'm okay. so sorry I sang into the mic and didn't no, know the lyrics. I loved it. I loved when you. I love. When I love. Okay, thanks. I love when you <laughs> sing too. Oh, um, um, the next one. Label? Yeah. What would your warning label say? Okay. So, for you, I have, like, a few. Okay. But all of them are things I love about Piper, but uh-huh. I feel like I have, like, that's because that's my taste, you right, know? Right, right. So, first, warning, like, we will have to talk about it until I understand everything about it. That is, like, you. in a yes. In a nutshell, is like, we're going to have to work this out, and, like, you don't get to shut down. We have to communicate right. it. And I feel like people don't know that about you. So, like, yeah. warning... We will have to communicate everything. Oh, yes. Like, you don't get to be a person who keeps to yourself with Piper. No. Over-communication. And then the other one is, like, 
like just like under emotional <laughs> like yes. like very kind of cold-hearted sometimes yeah you're kind of cold-hearted i am i'm I, okay i'm glad that also you're she least... doesn't share <laughs> i don't share okay there's your warnings wow you think i don't share mm, you're getting sometimes. better you're getting better but piper's okay. like i would say like of in the females i know you're less sherry okay okay yeah, yeah. Okay. and sometimes i don't like to share but i feel like yeah oh, i, I know. know what you're saying okay wow i take those as compliments actually i know sort of. um okay so i say mine now yeah what you put okay. for yourself i put down that warning i can be overly confident and low-key internally judgmental of others mm. not physically judgmental emotionally yeah. judgmental no i'm very emotionally judgmental yes also, so i try not to be and i try to catch myself yeah but that's what makes me a little confident uh-huh. and that's so bad of me yeah it's okay yeah but I'm glad you're self-aware. Yeah. I'm also very emotionally judgmental. And I yeah. think it's just because I overthink everything. Right. I think that's part of it. Um. um oh, yeah. Okay, I'm so you. excited. <laughs> Piper thought she would offend me, which is really hard to do coming okay. from you, I think. Okay. Okay. That's good. These are also things I love about you. <laughs> so, so we're just like, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Warning, you can be overly opinionated and have little to no filter. <laughs> It makes life so fun. I love hearing all your thoughts. <laughs> that is very true. I don't have okay. a filter in a lot of situations, and people are surprised by that sometimes. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, sometimes, for example, like, my friends from home, like, I would swear in front of their parents, and then they'd yeah. be like, think about where you're at, Meekin, and I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I don't really think about it. Right. Very opinionated also. Okay, yeah. Were you surprised by how opinionated I am? Uh, yes and no. Yeah. I wasn't actually, no, I don't think I was, because I feel like right off the bat, we just kind of shared everything about ourselves to each other, mm-hmm. so we were obviously opinionated in that yeah. moment. I love being opinionated. Yeah. It's also really toxic sometimes, because I also always think I'm right. Yeah, but you, you can catch yourself. Oh, I catch myself, and I also like to be proven wrong in right. a lot of ways. It hurts yeah. my ego, but I like it okay okay um no i my warning for myself is that i will be mean to you instead of telling you i like you yes that is true yeah like sorry i'm not gonna tell you that i like you right we're just gonna like if i reach out to you in any way that's me telling you i like you or me being mean to you and having jokes yes exactly feeling comfortable to be mean to you is how i show okay affection okay i kind of like that that's quirky yeah I don't know. But I know. People have... I get what you're saying. Preferences. <laughs> preferences, preferences. Um, but anyways, that was our little intro Ooh. that kind of went really long. But That's you okay. know what? We're going to have a good day after this. Right, right. We're going to talk about some murder. Oh, okay. This is Piper's favorite segment. Yes. She's so excited. So what she got for us today, Piper? Okay. It's called What's Up with Wisconsin? <laughs> um, because the last two ones I've talked about have been in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, but this one is about Ed Gein. Okay, but I need to start off by venting, (laughs) okay? We got a little vent first. We got a vent. Okay, so this story has triggered me the most out of any I have come across and researched. Um, we were in Caribou today, and I was visibly, like, squirming around (laughs) in my chair. Squirming. Um, and Megan had the best idea for me to bring this up on the podcast, 
Um, because murder is uncomfortable to talk about, and as listeners, you have probably noticed that we joke about it a lot, and even laugh sometimes. Um, oh, yeah, I laugh a lot. Right. <laughs> One of Meekin's friends brought this to our attention, and it can make us come off as insensitive, um, which makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, like, we get that. We 100... No, when my friend right. said it, we were like, yeah. Right. And like, we do. And it's, like, a coping mechanism. It's definitely coping. Yeah. Yeah, I said, um... Yeah. Like, another thing is that we have, like, our own limits for what we can take. Um, and that makes our reaction, like, a certain... Come off as a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, Meekin, you have a little bit more of a tough stomach than yeah, me. Yeah, I definitely do. And I'm, it probably comes from listening to a lot of right. murder, um, right. crime junkie stuff. Yeah. Um, and... She, you can take some things that I can't, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yep. I feel like we have our own little um, methods of coping and listening to things, and you listeners will be the same. We all have um, certain aspects of something that we can take, um, but yeah, the reason we joke and laugh sometimes is because I think that's how we cope. And also, it's just like, so there's something to be said for like, when you're telling the story, you kind of get, um, like, what's the word for like, numb? to it yes yes like you get oh there's a word like it's, like you forget blind? yeah no it's like you almost forget like it becomes a story and less right. of a real and like obviously that's real. not good because like it's a very serious topic right but I just it's sometimes hard to remember that and I'm gonna try to do better yeah me too we'll see how it goes yeah. I'm so sorry if it doesn't go better anyways <laughs> yeah no that's good um and then I'm just like I just want to acknowledge I'm sorry if we have come off as insensitive, but we're working on it. Yeah. But anyways, as you can tell, Ed Keen has got me thinking. Um, murder really shows us the true atrocities of human nature, and it's uncomfortable to talk about. Um, doing many of these segments have um, made me question why I even enjoy researching these cases. In the beginning of HodgePodge, it was really interesting to analyze the psychology behind these murders along with history. Um, because I think humanity can be reflected even in those who commit the harshest of atrocities. Um, but this case in specific has proved me wrong. Um, it's been a lot to handle. Um, and yeah, today I have censored a lot. Um. Sadly. Sadly. (laughs) Sadly for Meekin and some others. Right. Um, but yeah, it was too much for me at some point, so I censored. Um, but I do encourage you to do your own research on Gein if you want the gory details. Um, but I think I want to keep other people's thoughts and my own in mind with how much we can handle. But that's my trigger warning. Let's get into it. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Okay, so many of you have probably heard of the notorious killer Ed Gein. He was known um, for ominously inspiring famous movie and pop culture characters like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, Norman Bates from the movie Psycho, and lastly, Leatherface, um, which is from a pretty horribly written 2017 horror film. I haven't seen it, but they got 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, No offense to the creators or any fans of Leatherface, but anyways. (laughs) Um, So to put in perspective, think of some of the most gruesome sadistic murderers and then multiply that by 10 that's what Ed Gein's doing, okay? So, Ed Gein was living alone on an isolated farm in the middle of Wisconsin. 
in the 1950s. The town was called Plainfield. Um, and in year 19, in the year of 1957, a local hardware store owner by the name of Bernice Warden went missing. How old is she? Do you know? No. Okay, I'll look it up. Okay, good. Thank you. You can keep talking. Okay. She did have an adult son who was a deputy sheriff, so she was older. He went to go check on her, and um, he found that the register was wide open along with bloodstains. After some investigation, they found out Gein was there the day previous and was coming back the next morning to buy some antifreeze. Um, so when the police looked into the records, they had found that the last ever purchase made was for antifreeze by, you know who, Gein. Uh-huh. Um, so the police's next possible step was to search Gein's property. They arrested him and quickly found gruesome evidence within his home. Not only did they find Warden, but they found numerous, like numerous, numerous collections of human body parts. Mm-hmm. She was 58. She was 58. Okay, thank you. We will get into demographics likely later. Mm-hmm. Um, but many were arranged in various ways, and a lot, a lot, a lot of these human remains were made into furniture. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Okay, this doesn't sound... It sounds bad, but it doesn't sound bad because I censored it so much. But that... No, that fact definitely... Like, okay. Like, we... Piper's not going to get into it anymore, no, I don't think. No. But, like, let's all just sit with that. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. It makes me squirm right now. Um, but anyways, I'm leaving out a lot of detail. Um, but look it up if you're curious. It's fascinating what he did do they have pictures of it online they do okay but very minor ones okay yeah but besides finding warden's body dismembered in multiple ways they also found a woman by the name of mary hogan in a very similar condition okay so when the police questioned gein they discovered that he had made over 40 visits to graveyards by digging up remains so he wasn't killing all these people he was known to only kill two so the two women Mm -hmm. and then um the other body parts were just dug up from three local cemeteries okay yeah um that's really weird really weird it's also like what's the fascination like okay like why just digging up bodies like you know like and then killing just like a few that's what I'm curious about. It's like it's like the, it's like he started off with digging up bodies and then got bored of that and was like I want like I don't want to say this right. but like fresh. Right. Like I want to do it myself. Yeah. That's really really disturbing. Really disturbing. But anyways, um you can imagine his house now very full to the brim of human remains. Oh, like that's you a dis- just that's said. a disgusting sentence. Right. Like you just said some fresh and some severely decomposed. Um, so now I'm going to go into the background for us to kind of understand his motivation. The smell in that house was Oh my gosh. Literally horrible. So bad. But anyways, we'll get into his childhood. He was born in 1906 in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh. Yep. His father was an alcoholic and didn't seem to really be in the picture. He had a relatively secluded childhood due to his own manner, his odd man- mannerisms. Ah, surprise, surprise. No surprise, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, his mother often punished him when branching out in school. Really weird. Really, really weird. Like, she didn't want him to, like, 
make, make other friends. Very like okay. Like she wanted she to seclude keep him. him. She wanted to keep him to herself. Okay, got you. Yeah. Possessive. Very possessive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was known to have random laughing fits, among other odd behaviors. Uh-huh. Um, his mother would also confine him and his brother Henry on their farm, which this this is the same house that he's secluded in many years later. Oh, okay. So he never left home. Never left home. Okay. Um, and she would read scripture to the boys along with telling them that the outside world was full of evils and all women were prostitutes. So interesting. The psychological effects. Damage. That this so man bad. had to go through. Like, and we're probably, we're getting the general, the right. general effects, but like, this was his everyday life. Right. Um, uh, and the fact that, like, this could translate into what he ended up doing is crazy. Crazy, crazy. It shows how, like, fragile the human psyche and brain is. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Um, but despite verbal and psychological abuse, Gein idolized his mother. Now this gets really interesting when i was reading this part i this is the part that made me gasp the most actually okay um but many years later ed when he was about when ed was about 38 years old um he and his brother were working in the fields for a controlled burn which is pretty normal right Yeah, very normal um it got out of hand so the firefighters were called to the scene but Ed had reported his brother missing, and later that night they found Henry, the brother. So he reported the missing, during, like, after the fire was yeah. ca- caught? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, once the firefighters came, he's like, I don't know where my brother is. Mm-hmm. So then they went out searching. Um, they assumed that Henry died from asphyxiation, but coroners later revealed it was due to blunt trauma to the head, and he had died before the fires. Uh... Interesting. Okay. Yep. I feel like this, I know you're going to talk more, but I'm just going to give my opinion so far, um, since I have no idea what's going on. Like, I've, this is my first time hearing this story. Right. Um, is that he probably got away with a lot more. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like, between 38 and however he old was when he, however old he was when he started committing, like... These murders. The women's murders, you right. know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um... So, anyways, the police hypothesized it was Gein, but they didn't have enough sufficient evidence against him. Ugh. Right. So, a few years later, his mother died, which left him alone on the farm. So, he decided to remodel the house and kept his mother's most frequently used rooms untouched as somewhat of a shrine to her. The mother really did something to this right. man. Right. He worshipped her. He worshipped her for I don't know why. Which makes me interested as to why he would kill his brother. It makes me think that, like, he in some way wasn't um, on the same level as Ed. You know? Right, right. Because, like, why would you kill someone that your mother loved if you idolized her, you know? Or he could have been jealous of the attention his mother was giving his brother. Ooh. Right. Interesting. Thoughts. Thoughts. Anyways, um, but another interesting aspect is that he boarded up those rooms, so he didn't even go in those rooms. Um, He didn't want anyone else to touch them either. He didn't want anyone else to touch them. And he kind of, the rest of the house, when the police entered, was just, like, messy beyond reason. Like... Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, In a lot of different ways. In a lot of different ways, but mostly, you know. Yeah. But anyways... 
fast forward to Gein's prosecution, where we find his motives for collecting the human remains. This is triggering, okay? It was a goal, it was, his intentions was to physically recreate a human body like his mother's. Oh, God. Yep. Oh, Anyways, God. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> the, okay. The mommy issues with this man. The mommy issues are extreme. And it's like, it's almost like, okay, you only, oh. you worship your mom like that right. when she wants you to worship you like that. Right. I would love to know more about her mom, his, oh, her mom. His, his mom. mom. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with her? Did it have to do with her husband? He didn't give her enough attention, and she was like, "Maybe, hey, these boys, they can give me the attention. Right. Like, I can get the love that I wanted for my husband from them. Very much. Um, especially probably. if she saw her husband in them. Right. Um, I don't know if it's you've ever hear, heard stories about, like, pe- their, um, like, people dying and then them seeing them and their kids. So they, like, get obsessed right. with their kids because, like... Oh, no. That's that their only connection be. to the person, their spouse that died, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So. I think that I learned that from a very um, reliable source of special victims oh, unit. Oh, Order. SVU, SVU. <laughs> That's so funny. Most of my crime knowledge comes from that and crime oh, yeah. junkie, one being more believable mm-hmm. than the other. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Take it where you can get it. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, I also wonder, like... What happened to the mom to make her so twisted? Yeah, literally. Like, <sighs> this poor family, like, so twisted in every single way. Um, yeah. So, anyways. That's an understatement. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, Gein was charged for only one count of murder. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, for Bernice Warden. Yep. The hardware store the owner. The first one you introduced. Yep. Um, and then he pleaded pleaded not guilty on counts of insanity, which he um, was given. He was sent to an insane asylum where he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. He spent the rest of his life there, and he died at the age of 77 in 1984. Hmm. So, so he didn't go to jail. He went to an insane asylum. Right. Not saying that's any better. No. Um, but... Now I understand what you're saying about the demographics. She was 58. His right. mom was probably around that age. Yeah. And constructing his mom, it right. involves getting someone around her. Her yep, looks. her looks. And yeah, they were very much in the article. They're like his victims, his two live victims. Yeah. Looked a lot like his mother. Um So yeah, that is a very depressing story. Hopefully I mean, I censored a lot surprisingly. Um, yeah, but it wasn't that bad, but also like I could see how you could get into the details. Right. Um, and this man, this man, unlike other people, like the, the use of his murders and like the digging up of bodies, I find very odd. I know that's like weird to say in the grand scheme of like murder, but like to just be digging up dead bodies is really Obviously, everything in this situation is weird, but, like, that's yeah. really odd with alongside murdering. You know what I'm saying? Right. Usually, serial killers have one certain demographic. Yeah, and it's, like, the fact that he was, like, doing 
two different things that objectively don't go together. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Okay. Well, I hope you guys all know what I'm saying. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> um, but that was a good segment. I never heard Thanks. of that guy. Yeah. Um, also, plug to the listeners. Send us in your cases you want us to go about. Yes, please. Go about researching and telling. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. But, like, if you have one that you're, like, specifically interested in, send it in. Please uh, do. Okay, the next Yay. segment, if you paid attention to our stories, which I highly recommend you do, um, I've just ta- I've taken on the job of just, like, reminding the listeners to do stuff for us, which is really fun. So fun. <laughs> um, but the next segment is about something that happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. women's soccer team was finally settled um their equal pay lawsuit with u.s soccer um under the terms of the agreement the athletes will receive 24 million and a pledge from the soccer federation to equalize equalize pay for the men's and women's national teams nice snaps for that everyone (laughs) um for six years, the members of the World Cup winning United States women's soccer team and their bosses argued about equitable treatment of female pay- players. Mm-hmm. They have been fighting to receive what the men's team has always had. Um, just to clarify, it was the women's team fighting against, not with, <laughs> against their bosses yep. um, at U.S. soccer. They, who, um, which is just like very strong to go up against something as strong as u.s soccer and be fighting your boss yeah that's for a long time for a significant amount of time yeah um badass very very badass um they argued about whether they things like they deserve the same private flights um as their male counterparts and about the definition of what like constituted equal pay yeah because I'm going to get into it a little bit later, but, like, they were um, winning a lot and doing very well as a team. Right. And, like, objectively, at some, um, in a lot of cases, better than the men's team. Oh, yeah. Like, they won the World Cup. Twice, yeah. I think, if not more. Yeah. I'm not... I'm... Recent years. It's, in recent it, Depending years. on when you start looking yes. at it. Um, okay. Um, under the terms of the agreement, the women... Um, a group of several dozen current and former players that includes some of the world's most popular and decorated athletes will share the $24 million in payments from U.S. soccer. So the $24 million is, like, will go to compensate players for before. Like, called it's called back pay to make up for many previous years of unfair equal treatment. Oh, okay. So the $24 million is more for, like, repercussion. Uh, no. Kind of insurance? Is it insurance? Not insurance. What's the word? Um, reparations? Yeah. Um, for... Yeah, reparations. Yeah. Anyways. But, yeah, so they're going back to pay... So some of the players are retired that are going to be getting this money. Okay. Okay. Um, U.S. soccer was under no obligation to settle with the women's team. Mm-hmm. Um, a federal drug, judge in 2020 had dismissed the players' equal pay argument, stripping them of yeah. nearly all of their legal leverage, and the players' appeal was not certain to succeed. So, but the thing is, is that, like, there was still the societal political pressure even though like because they had sponsors that were like dropping them because like strong names in yep. athletes were telling them like if you don't do this like 
we're not going to support you, you know? And, like, yeah. so sponsors were dropping their money ads. I'm literally blanking on so many words right now, but mm-hmm. basically they were feeling pressure from the outside, not necessarily legally. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they were able to settle and get a commitment to equal pay from now on, okay. and they deserve it. Because as of 2019, um, NBC reported U.S. women's soccer games had generated more revenue. Keep that in mind. More revenue, which is a huge argument in the non-equal payment of women in men's sports. Like, if you talk to anyone um, who, anyone I've talked to that's, like, objectively against equal pay. Yeah. Is like, well, men's sports get more money you know right they bring in that bag but it's like not in every case like i can think like i think of women's hockey mm-hmm. and like the u.s women's hockey has been getting so much attention mm-hmm. um in the past like few olympics in the past few years because they're just very like um there's a lot of publicity around them and they're doing very well yeah in the world and like doing well they win exactly you know? yep um so uh, they have generated more revenue than the U.S. men's games over the past three years. That's in 2019. And that trend has continued since then. Okay. Yeah. Um, as U.S. women's team has continued to be successful consistently. Okay. Okay. That is good to know. And they also have a lot of big names on the team. And Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to watch them more because I really like listening to a lot of, like, what the players have to say. I just am not a huge, like, soccer right. watcher. But anyways... Um, but I really want to talk about this because it's really important. It is. It is really important. Can I ask a quick question? Of course. I don't know if I'll be able to answer, but. Okay. Have you seen LFG? Um. It's called Let's Fucking Go, and it's on Hulu, or HBO. It's on HBO. Mm -hmm. And it's about, it's a whole documentary, like, following the U.S. National Women's Soccer Team through their lawsuit. Oh, really? Yes, I've seen it twice, and I'm obsessed. Why are you not doing this segment, man? I don't know, I don't know, I just... Do you have anything to add? Um... It's okay. You covered a lot, I would say. I mean, there's just, like, personal... Like, you get into their personal stories in that film, which Mm -hmm. is really cool. Yeah. Also, I've seen them play. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways... I just am a big fan of them. Yeah, you saw them play earlier this year. And you got to see really up close to Carly Lloyd, which she's very excited about. Yeah, and Megan Rapinoe. (gasps) I love Megan (laughs) Rapinoe. I was listening to her in a podcast yesterday. Anyways. Emily recommended. But anyways. Okay. Um, Alex Morgan, a star of U.S. Soccer, said yesterday, I believe, um, that what we set out to do was to have acknowledgement of discrimination from U.S. Soccer. And we received that through back pay in the settlement. We set out to have fair and equal treatment in working conditions, and we got that through the working conditions settlement. And we set out to have equal pay moving forward, and we achieved that. Mm, Um, So they just really wanted to be acknowledged that they deserved more. Like, it really comes down to that. Like, they they not only wanted them to just, like, settle, they wanted them to say, no, you do deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they did. They did. And, like... Also, okay, this is going back to more general um, sports, like, equal pay in sports. It's just, like, yes, they bring in more revenue, but objectively, they're working the same. Like, I know, I understand the revenue argument. Like, it makes sense because money is, like, the money that's available is what you can pay in a Mm -hmm. lot of ways. But a lot of these, like, men athletes are getting paid obscene 
amounts amounts of money mm-hmm. and like the women are doing the same amount of work i agree and yes it's not bringing in as much bank but like obscene amounts of money a lot a lot a lot and like some of the women are getting just the shaft <laughs> right and can i mention one more thing oh my god please do. okay okay so when i was watching the documentary mm-hmm. one of the players i don't remember who said like she like could not afford to live without getting other jobs Especially before she became... The U.S. women's soccer player? Yes. Yeah. Before she joined the U.S. women's national team, but even then, she would struggle to pay bills. Like, that's how little they're getting paid. Crazy. And they're forced to, like, travel and stuff all the time. (sighs) I don't know. It's... And it really, like, a lot of women, like, they have... It's gained popularity, and they're not... um, They're not catching up to the times of that popularity with the pay like they're not moving as quickly as the popularity is changing like Mm -hmm. women's sports have become extremely more appreciated and the pay is not changing and that's a problem that is a big problem okay so um i wanted to acknowledge they were able to reach this historic settlement because of pressures from strong female voices Mm -hmm. um like alex morgan like megan rapino carly lloyd and Mm -hmm. so many others i cannot name them all okay yeah Yeah. um and now i want to get a little more general okay perfect because this is a this this is a hard subject for me to talk about because it makes me so irritated um and i'm sure it's not it's like a very common feeling right um but i think it's it is important to talk about it is um so This is a very large and historic case when it comes to equal pay for equal work, but the fight within U.S. soccer is sadly not an uncommon one, as you probably know. Right. Um, There's a gender pay gap all over the U.S. in all sectors and in many jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. The gender gap... Okay, this is where I'm going to get a little statistic-y. Yay. Which is, like... Statistical. Fun for some people. I'm sorry if it's not. Um, The gender gap in pay has remained relatively stable in the United States over the past 15 years or so. Um, in 2020, women earned 84% of what men earned, according to a Pew Research Center analysis. Mm-hmm. So based on that estimate, it would take an extra 42 days of work for women to earn what men did in 2020. Wow. Which is a really interesting fact, like the way they figured that out. And it's all from Pew Research. Love them. Very, love very Pew. reliable. Um, the one thing I do want to note, um, just to be very transparent is that this may be partly due to women not being in high paying fields but like why is that why are they not in high paying fields it's because they aren't getting hired they aren't feeling comfortable going into those jobs you know um and because they're not getting promotions that men are so that's that's the devil's advocate and also the (laughs) the counterpoint okay to the devil advocacy um and it's just like been a long time it's a slow moving process of getting women into those higher paying jobs mm-hmm. and it's harder for them to get into those high paying jobs yeah. high paying jobs so like yes they might not be in high paying fields but har- hard to get in yeah okay um also one reason there has been some slight adjustments in the pay gap like positive adjustments is because of education mm-hmm. um in 2021 48% of women workers age 25 and older, had completed at least a bachelor's degree compared with 40% of men. Wow. Isn't that surprising? And, like, here at St. Olaf, women outnumber men by a significant amount. Yeah, it's, like, 60-40. Yeah. Like, and that's a lot of colleges around the country. Oh, yeah. um, And the world. So, but, oh, I lost my thought. 
thought. Compared with 40% of men and workers with at least a bachelor's degree tend to earn more. So, okay, okay, so, like, if you have a bachelor's degree... So, women are getting more higher education, so that's raising the pay gap. But if you take out the people... Like, if you put only people with a bachelor's degree it goes back down okay because men are still getting paid significantly more but women are increasing in education and Do you still understand? earning less and still earning less so it's raising the pay gap but if you equal out like the logistics know, the logistics the gender pay gap is greater when you look at groups of women and men with equal levels of education great yeah good that's a good sentence. That's I'm, a good sentence. I'm sorry I was struggling to articulate no, that. You got it. But the gap depends on the education level. And tw- in 2021, age- women ages 25 and older earn close to 80 cents of the- on the dollar compared with equally educated men. So, like, it looks like it's improving more than it actually is because women uh-huh. are more women are getting highly educated. Okay. If everyone can take a second to take that in i'm sorry i was being very confusing but the statistics are so hard for me to focus on um so interesting so they equally educated workers yeah are given men are giving given a dollar and women are given 80 cents compared to that dollar yeah if Megan just texted me proportionately. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's good. Yeah. It's just like because it's the women are increasing the amount of education they're having, but like the gap is really not growing. It's just that there's more women being more educated, therefore getting paid more. Mm -hmm. But like still equally educated women are proportionately paid less. Yes. Okay. Okay. God, oh I really messed that up. I'm no, you so didn't. Su- I'm so sorry, everyone. I really wanted to do it well, but you did do it well. Okay, thank we you, Piper. <laughs> um, but that was maybe maybe kind of confusing as we got it. Um, but we- <sighs> okay, I need to take a breath because this also really yeah, stresses just me out. Breathe in and out. <laughs> this it's is okay. a really chaotic episode. But women today are consistently making less money than objectively equally educated and qualified men yes that's the point i want you all to get nice take away that was good that was good (laughs) thank you megan for saying good job to me um (laughs) piper okay why do you think there is a gender pay gap okay great question Mm -hmm. you've already hit some of these um but i would say number one there are societal preconceived notions on women's intellectual and physical abilities. Mm-hmm. A lot of people assume that women either aren't as smart or are not as physically inclined um, compared to men. That's just something that we all, I would say almost every single person on the human planet has in the back of their brains. Yeah. You know, just because our society intrinsically totally, totally encourages bias. that thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, intrinsically. Yeah, Intrinsi- intrinsically yep. biased. No, implicitly. Implicitly, implicitly biased. Um, also, I think that there is something to be said for who has power and control. I think that in every society, there's a people group who are in power, mm-hmm. and they want to keep it that way. Yep. Even if that's implicit in itself. Yeah. Um, um, the one other thing I want to acknowledges that like a lot of the people hiring people are men 
So, like, that causes another implicit bias that's just happening. And, like, it seems very subtle if you just look at, like, one company. But, like, think about those subtleties overall. Like, overall, the companies in the U.S., it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, And we are making steps forward, but it's really hard. Okay, this is what what I'm going to get into. Like, it's really hard to, like, feel... Like, I've grown up in an age, and you've grown up in an age, where I've never felt directly discriminated against necessarily um it's really hard to see these numbers and realize the world we're going into yeah um especially when I know that in a lot of cases like Taylor Swift loved her love her but she has a song called the man and um she has this lyric that's like um like I could get there faster if I was a man Uh uh-huh and it's just like (laughs) It's really sad. It is really sad. And it's true. And, like, there's a lot of groups that feel this, but I'm just talking about women right now because it's what the subject is. Right. But, like, I... It's really hard to think that people still think this, and I understand it's an implicit bias, but, like, there's people in our lives that that still think this. You know what I'm saying? And, like, we're going to probably face this in the workforce someday, and I just... Oh, my God, it's so frustrating, especially when you see women so being so smart. Like, women are so smart. I know. They're so amazing. They have so much to add to this world. They're, they have brains work in a totally different, more compassionate in a lot of cases way. way that will just, like, not do anything except make the world better. Yeah. Um, And it really is frustrating. It's really frustrating, especially, like, I like that you say, like, we aren't like outwardly um discriminated against as much as we were mm-hmm. um or women were mm-hmm. um but it's just it like really hurts because it like it makes you feel invalidated and yes, really that's violated. a great word that's a great word yeah invalidated it's like okay so i like might get turned down from a job because you don't think I'm going to be a strong enough person to lead this company because like I'm thinking about going into business like that's one of my so many potential majors but like business and like to think that I might come across as like like too weak or too emotional too emotional or too just anything like that's that's a feminine trait or even too pretty yeah, just, like, two... Weird reasons. Two anything and it, that's just, like, a female, like, an aspect of most females. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we're generalizing a lot. Sorry. That's just going to happen. But, yeah. like, I don't understand... <laughs> like, I don't understand how people don't see the value in what women bring to a workforce. Yeah, I like, agree. Like, I want to... Okay, this is going to get into my dreams. Okay, good. A little bit. But, like, if I right now could dream... Megan wants us to say too blonde. That's what I kind of meant when I said too pretty. Yeah. I think that a lot of times, even personally, I feel like people have assumed that since I'm not calling myself pretty, but like I fit the stereotypical standard standard for beauty. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and people have doubted my abilities and thought that I was less intellectual than I actually am. Yeah. And it's really frustrating to think that, like, because you're a female, because you have a vagina, that that somehow makes you less capable. Right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What the heck? I had a... Okay, this is going to get into my high school 
a little bit, but we had a conversation about this where, like, essentially the boys in my class were, like, pretending to think that women were just generally less intellectual, and we didn't know they were pretending. They were acting genuine, and it hurt me so bad. Because it's, like, your peers, and, like, that's how it's going to be in the workforce. There's going to be people in your coworkers that genuinely will think you're less... Yeah. Um, capable. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, that's my rant. That was my little feminist moment. Um, it I was chaotic. It. I just want to talk or get get that off my chest. Anyways, I'm glad that you shared. Thank that you. That was really a good good um session section segment. There we go. <laughs> the words are not coming us to us no. today. It's really sad. It's been a long one. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Yay. Um, do you want to do our top five first? Okay, because I feel like it... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We have, like, two little possible fluff segments, but we're going to do we'll our top fives. our timing, too, yeah. Okay. So, we're going to do the top fives, like, if you listen to our... Last... Holiday segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're today it's top five sports, specifically Yay. to watch. To watch. But, like, I also contributing played in a little bit of mine. Okay, I did actually as well. Okay, good. Sort of. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? You're number five. Number five. <laughs> to watch, I wouldn't know. I'm just going to go to watch for this one. Volleyball. Yeah. Oh, God. What? <laughs> okay, okay. Good job. Volleyball. Woo. To watch? Yeah, to Is watch. Is that bad to rank it that way? Uh, no, you can do whatever you want. Oh, you just hesitated. Uh, no, it's okay. It's your, your list. Feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I love volleyball. I know. I love to watch volleyball. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Why do you okay. do you, you just love watching it? I just love it. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything specific you like about it? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. It's just it's a good pace. It's a good pace to watch the game at. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's that's very important. It, it keeps it's a fast paced game. I like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I love how much you had to say about that. (laughs) Um, my number five is golf. Golf? Okay. Interesting. Not on TV. I love the vibes of, like, driving around behind someone playing golf on a golf golf cart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's so fun. Like, golfers are just, like, straight vibing. They are. Like, in a lot of ways. Like, okay, golf watchers are straight vibing. They have yeah. cute outfits. Um, yeah. I don't like watching golf that much on TV. Right. But if I'm out, you're in the sun, you're driving a little golf cart around. You might even have snacks and Oh, alcohol. my God. Oh, my God. Snacks and alcohol? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but, like, the golf snacks are kind of unmatched. Really? Yeah, I love golf snacks. Oh, yummy. Um, salt and nut rolls. Ooh. I love salt. <laughs> Arnold Palmer's, all the things. Oh, so good. So good. Snickers, whatever, whatever your is your jam. I also played golf. Little bias. Play golf. Um, quick okay. honorable mention to curling. It didn't make my list, okay. but I love watching That's curling. A good one. And yeah. Yay. Okay, okay. What's your number four, Piper? Number four is soccer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rank it higher. It's just um, there are so many other sports that I really like and. And, and, and enjoy to watch. I like soccer because a lot of the times it's more universal, so you can see different cultures oh my in God. a way. Yeah, that's really good. Soccer didn't yeah. make my list because I don't watch it, but okay. I wish, I really oh, would I love, love to get into it. Like, I could see it. If I just put some time into watching it, it could make my way. Right. Um, 
it could make its way up my list, but I also don't know that much about it, so. Okay. I also know a lot, or not a lot, but I know what I need to know to watch the game and understand everything that's going on. Yeah, that would be very helpful. That is nice. Um, yeah. I actually only went to my first soccer game this year. Oh, wow. At St. Olaf. Okay. I, I don't even think I've watched other ones. Okay. But anyways. Nice. Enough about me. Um, <laughs> no, you're number four. My number four is figure skating. Whoa. Okay, wait. The couples or individual? Either. Okay. Um, it recently made higher, it got higher up on my list is because it's just, okay, first of all, it's short. Uh-huh. Very just like straight up. I love the music. I'm a big, I love a musical and like this is like a musical on oh, skates. Yeah. I also re- know how it is to skate. So I understand how impressive it is that they're uh-huh. doing that. Um, I love the artistry. I'm a big, I love watching dance and this is like really cool dance. Yeah. I get um, that. and it's also like, I think underappreciated by hockey players a lot but good figure skaters are so good yeah i agree um so yeah nice and i like figure skating has like a lot of like emotion and intensity and i just love music also oh okay yay that was a that was a new addition for me no i like that okay what's your number three number three okay i was okay this is gonna be weird i was gonna say hockey okay but now I'm trying to think if I should switch to tennis. And eliminate hockey? Altogether. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm keeping hockey. Okay. Okay. Honorable mention so many to tennis. Honorable, Honorable mention to tennis. It's a fun sport to watch. Yeah. Hockey for so many reasons. First off, I I do like I'm sorry to say, but watching people just really get passionate about a sport and when they get into fights, it's just really interesting and entertaining to me (laughs) (laughs) no it's entertaining to a lot of people yeah and it's fast moving it reminds me of my home state a lot of hockey players are really attractive that's a bonus um male and female male and female (laughs) mostly male but you know (laughs) you know we knew what you were talking about right 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 yeah anyways yeah yeah love those reasons um (laughs) my third is gymnastics Love it. Gymnastics, oh, so good. I wish Whoa. I, I am so bad at everything gymnastics related. Never done a cartwheel in my life. Um, <laughs> so inflexible. Love gymnastics. It's yeah. my new favorite. It's probably my newest favorite sport to watch because I literally, since the Olympics, I'm obsessed with gymnastics. I watch all of the Olympics, um, the I watch all of the Olympic girls. I follow them uh-huh. all on Twitter. I watch all of their things on Instagram. I watch all of their performances. I keep track of how they're doing. I see if they get perfect tens. I'm very invested. I love it. I love their outfits. I think they're so cool. They're so strong. And the it's one of the sports where women are more watched. Right. I like that. Snaps for that. That's on brand for today. <laughs> so on brand. I love it. Yeah. Okay. What's your number two? Football. Ah, such a football girl. I know. I grew up in a football-watching family, um, which kind of is odd because, like, that doesn't come off, I feel like, mm-hmm. as who I am as a person, but I am a hoe for football. <laughs> I, I just, I used to follow the scores so closely. I had all the ranks. I had the stats. I had all the rules in my head. I had my favorite players, um... I'm less so that way just because I don't have as much time in my life. <laughs> but I really love football. That's really cool. Really love it. It's 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 a good sport. Yeah, and I've always wanted to play it, but yeah. I can't because I'm a freaking girl. Well, I could have joined. A lot of girls play football, but it's like also just not as common. Right, right. 
Okay. Okay. That didn't make my list either. Um, That's okay. <laughs> number two for Meekin? My one and two are kind of interchangeable, but okay. my number two... Huh? You want to guess? Your number two? Actually, I'll just say it. Hockey. Okay, yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, hockey is so fun. Okay, if you take it out of the rink, I don't watch hockey that much on TV. I love, love, love watching hockey in the rink. It makes oh, me so happy so because I know everything about it and no one else knows anything. I was right. a hockey ref. I know all the details. It's so fun. I get so into it no matter who's playing if I'm there. As long as I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like, I again, I'm not a huge fan on TV. I can watch it if I'm invested. Yeah. Okay. Um... Hockey's amazing because of all the things Piper said. <laughs> I think it's an amazing sport. Um, there's a lot of strategy. Love that about hockey. Yep. I played it. I'm biased. Love defensemen. Oh, yeah. Very excited about everything about hockey. So fun. Okay. What's your I number? I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hockey. Hockey. Love hockey. <laughs> okay. What's your number one? My number one. I think you can guess this one. Maybe you can't. I don't lacrosse? talk about this. Yeah, it's lacrosse. <laughs> okay, for so many reasons. First off, people do not know enough about lacrosse. No, nothing. It is such a fun game to watch. Ah, okay, it's fast moving. You have moving. to take me to a lacrosse okay, game. I so will. Okay. It's fast moving, first off. It's so fun. It's a mix between soccer and hockey. So mm-hmm. if you like watching those sports, lacrosse is the best. It's aggressive, but not too aggressive. Mm-hmm. The only downside is you can't see the ball as well because it's really tiny. But these stick skills you need to play lacrosse are insane, especially if you want to play well. It's just, it's a lot like hockey in that sense. Yeah. You just got to know your shit. You have to have so much going. And if you play lacrosse, you know what's going on in their heads. And that's just so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm biased because I played it for like a long time. I just, I miss lacrosse. I love lacrosse. Anything ever about lacrosse, I'm in love with. So that's why. I love your passion. Oh, thank you. And I really want to see it now because he's, I also understand that like a lot, like hockey and lacrosse probably is the same. It's just like, there's like when you play it, there's those little moves that you notice that was like, oh, that was so good. So good. Like when I'm watching hockey, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe they just did that. That's so cool for them. Right, right. but, yeah, it's so fun, and I love, yeah. like, cheering for both goalies because I yeah. love – like, I'm also a person that is like, oh, like, that was so good of the other team. So good like, of them. damn, you know? So good, yeah. Anyways. What's my number one? Your number one is volleyball. It is oh, volleyball. Girl, volleyball. Yours is number five, and I was girl. like, I understand. You have a different taste. At least I made it. Volleyball and hockey are interchangeable, as I said, but volleyball made my top because I can watch it on TV, and ju- the it's better – quality watching okay like the girls go for it on tv is amazing i get oh, so into fun. it i love volleyball it's also like a big like female dominated sport yep, so yep. if we're getting a little feministy here oh yeah um volleyball is amazing i get so passionate about it it's such mm-hmm. an intense sport it's very fast paced um yep. i love all the little moves you can do it's very strategy based too yeah and volleyball is so fun, and the Gophers are so fun to watch. So I'm very fun. invested in it. I keep track of their scores, usually. Aww. And, yeah, I love volleyball. I love it's the Also, the, in a good, like, college volleyball game, like yeah. Big Ten, the energy in, is the unmatched. Right. I love that. But anyways. Yay! Our top five. Good yeah. job. That was a great segment. I really hope that you got something out of our segment right, today. I agree. Um, we talked about a lot. I'm glad. I think we did pretty good today. Yeah, I liked it. It was Me a good too. episode. 
I wish I had my words would have come to me better, but you know, no, you, do you live and you learn. You live and you learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, we're coming to the end. Um, and I just want to remind Sorry. everyone, mm-hmm. listen to our episodes on Spotify. Yes. Rate and review. Rate and review. We need those. DM us. Um, spread the follow word us. if you like us. Yeah, please. Um, please do. Follow us on Instagram. Engage in our stories. Engage right. in our uh, whatchamacallits. Uh, the polls and yep, stuff. exactly. And I'll try to do more updates on Instagram. And Perfect. we're going to try to do better. But thanks for listening. All right. Love you guys. Bye.